there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. VSIN summer specials here for only $19. You get everything we have to offer from now to the end of July. It's going to be a fun month. We've got another major coming up in a week. You get the daily best bets, every host, every guest, the live video stream when you want it, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, which is a must-have, $19 through July 31st. Sign up now, vcin.com slash summer. Okay, Paulie, let's uh, begin this hour talking some NFL. And by the way, heavy football this hour, Brad Powers, professional sports better in 30 minutes. Heavy, heavy into college football. Can I say this? He's made nearly 200 bets so far already this year, and he's in more than six figures betting. On college football, games of the year. Most transparent guy out there. Win totals, Heisman yeah. bets. Yep, all of it. Yeah. Uh, anything that you can find, he's going to be betting it. And uh, that's coming up in 30 minutes. This uh, segment here, we'll do some NFL. I know that you're high in the Jets this year. But yes. at some point, it's getting a little out of control. Uh, a couple of uh, nuggets to go over here. From DraftKings, the Jets at 22-1 to 1 have more bets on them to win the AFC East than the Patriots at 5-1. to 1. And I, I get it. Public better is going to be taking that long number right there, that big number to win it. But they've also received more bets to win the AFC East at points bet than the Bills and more bets to make the playoffs at Caesars than any other team. Yep. A lot of fans betting the Jets. Uh, they were as high as 30 to 1 to win the division. Other, the other people aren't high on the Patriots. I mean, you want to go against Belichick? Okay, be my guest. But it's 
they didn't really do much in the offseason. Haven't made any moves. I know Mac Jones looks incredible at practice. He's supposed to take a, a improve and take a big step forward. Considering everything that went against him and still made the playoffs, where you at with New England? But this is, uh, you know, that, that's too aggressive to, for the division. I know the worst, the first thing, but that's, uh, I can't, I can't get that far. But I played him over. I'm, I'm with Adam Chernoff, who likes him over, and he's objective, even though he's a Jets fan. I bet over five and a half. You can get six. You got the alt totals as well. I know a lot of people love under six. I just think they'll go over five and a half. Uh, they won four, four games last year. Beat the Bengals, beat the Titans. Mike White was great in that the win against Cincinnati. But the whole key to the season will come down to Wilson. How much does he improve? He had some bad moments last year. Also, early on, uh, his receivers help, didn't help him out with a ton of drops. They had a close loss uh, against Carolina uh, to start the season. But the way I look at it is for, Wilson will improve. The defense was horrific last year, which won't happen again with Salah. That's his, his background and, and pedigree. I also think some of it was um, beneficial to what they did defensively to help their draft stock because, uh, you know, it's like, okay, it's okay if we lose games here because we have so much uh, draft uh, and, and picks. And they did an incredible job in the draft. And I also look at the back end of the schedule, and it's very doable. The, the what-if question, what if they get off to a hot start? What if they win some games early? What if they surprise Baltimore at home on 9-11? It'll be emotional. You're going to face Cleveland without Watson because there's so many winnable games after the bye, which is week 10. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the schedule for this team, though, leading into oh, the bye. Oh, it's tough. Yes. I mean, yes. all four teams in the AFC North, probably the second best division in football. Yeah, I get they, it. That could be a 2-2, two two, though. You never know. That's asking a lot, in my opinion. But, they, I mean, that could happen. Sure, it's the NFL. Yeah. Then after that week, it goes Dolphins. Well, good night then. Yeah, Packers, Broncos, Patriots, Bills. I mean, that is. I can't beat the Patriots at home though. I mean, that's you know, I'm, I'm probably an underdog, but that's that's not far fetched. They've had Belichick sold them. We yeah, know that. But that that to me is going to okay, be fine. a lot of these games in that spot is going to okay. be on Wilson. But that's okay. But if I can get two or three there, that's okay. Now, how about after the bye? I have the Bears. I have Detroit. I have Jacksonville. They're all at home. I in go to Seattle. Seattle. I play Miami weeks, the last game of the year, and uh, week 18, but maybe Miami has nothing to play for. They're already in the playoffs. They sit people. You never know how that works out. Okay, so then what do you make of this advice then? If you're high on the Jets this year, uh, I don't, I mean, a division bet to me is not, you're burning money, in my opinion. Yeah, the Bills are too good. The, the Bills might be the best team in football. Yeah. yeah. And then the Dolphins made improvements in the offseason, and you're still not as good as the Patriots. So I would not do that. How about playoffs? Man, AFC is so good. I know. Again, 10 to one. It was 10-1. to 1. It's good. That's come down, too. I can't get there, either. Here's what I would do. But if you like the Jets, and you see that over 5.5 is minus 165, you brought it up two minutes ago. If you can find alt win totals over, and you can. You can find over 6. You can find over 6.5. If, like if you like this team, that's the way I would approach it. I would, I would find some plus money on over 6.5, maybe, to bet this team. I would not be betting to make the playoffs or to win that division. Certainly, I would not make that bet. Um, like, again, this this tweet from David Purdom. Now, this goes back to June. The Jets, at that point, were the biggest Super Bowl liability for FanDuel, Caesars, and the Borgata in, mm-hmm. the, in uh, AC. And Tom Gable there, sportsbook director at the Borgata, said, I'm not too concerned about the Jets, obviously. They're taking as many bets probably as possible on this team. They have not gone over their win total since 2017. That's when they won five games. 
I believe that was the year Josh McCown was the quarterback. And South Point moved them to three. Three, three or three and a half at most books. Went, yeah, win total was three. And they went over right away. Was, the talk was uh, we weren't going to win a game. You can also bet over five here, minus 210. Over five? Yes. Okay, again, yeah, that's yeah. another way well, to – yeah. you're not going to get the plus money there, but that's a way to yeah. approach it. They have not made the playoffs since 2010. That's when they lost to Pittsburgh in the uh, AFC title game. Jesus. And that's when, with Rex Ryan, what they went back-to-back AFC title games. Mm-hmm. So I, I like Hall, too. They like Hall. Oh, they had a great draft. They, yes. In theory, they had a great you, draft. You have Wilson. You have some new toys for Wilson with, with Wilson, right? They're big on – they think they have a one-two punch at running back. You know, we'll see. Um, I looked yesterday at Pro Football Focus. They grade every player mm-hmm. from every team, and they recently sent out their uh, rankings for position groups for every team across the league. Uh, well, first of all, Zach Wilson ranked 34th per their numbers in the NFL last year. We all know this, right? Like, he was not good. He was a rookie quarterback. Can he improve? Certainly. Will he this year? I, we have to wait and see. Uh, running backs, they ranked 24th in the league. Again, but that might depend on if, if Hall pops as a rookie, then it'll change drastically then in how you look at this guy. Mm-hmm. Offensive line, they ranked 13th overall in the league. So basically mid- middle of the pack. Receivers, 18th. I think the receivers can take it, make an uptick this year. Because uh, I really liked the, the Elijah Moore kid that they drafted last year, and he came on and had some nice games. Uh, defensive lineman, they have 16th. Linebackers, 26th, with, which could be a weakness in the secondary, 17th overall. But based on the draft and moves that they've made, I think the secondary would be better than what we've seen in recent years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, all of their numbers, they have middle of the pack to bottom 10, basically across the league. And I just, again, to make the playoffs, when we get deeper into football and talking about playoff odds, yes, no, and all these teams, they're going to have to basically overcome a dozen or 13 teams in front of them that you can make a case for in the AFC. And that's why now 7-1, to one, no, thank you. 10-1 to one if it was out there, okay, you bet that now and the number moved. But it's essentially every team in the AFC West, it's three teams, well, it depends on the Watson stuff still. Uh, can I say two and a half teams in the North? It's the three teams ahead of you in the East, and then the Colts and eh, maybe the Titans still in the South. Would you I, be surprised? How surprised would you be if they have a better record than the Patriots? I would be surprised. As would I. If, if the Patriots really came back to the pack that far, that would be surprising. Because it's still a difference of three, three and a half wins. It is. Patriots right. are with that eight and a half, I think. And if we're if we're nine, basing nine. a lot of this discussion on what might be or wish, uh, wishful thinking for Zach Wilson. Yeah. Well, we saw that with Mac Jones already last year. I mean, he was the favorite to win the Rookie of the Year until Chase surpassed him in the final couple of weeks. Mac Jones absolutely showed that he could play. Like, if, if Mac Jones was on the Jets and vice versa, Zach Wilson played for the Patriots, I think it would be like, okay, yeah, the sky is absolutely the limit here for this team. Maybe not this year for the Jets, but down the road because Jones can play. Well, there it is. That's the season. Does he improve? Does he oh, hurt yeah. them? Does he tur- continue to turn the ball over? Correct. Right? Yep. That's, and, uh, but I, I, see a, I see a path to seven wins. I do. Defense improves big time. All the, all the great picks they made in the draft uh, show promise and potential early on. Good running game with Hall. Wilson helping out Wilson. Good coach. Don't beat yourself with the turnovers. Doable schedule at the back end after the bye week. Steal a couple games early. Get the get the the Watson uh, get the 
gift with Watson being out week two? Sure. How many wins realistically can you find in the first nine weeks before the bye? If I told you that they were going to have three wins going into the bye, I could see that. I think that you would be jumping oh, yeah. for Bill joy. Cartwheels, right. right? I could do. I could. I could beat Cleveland week two. I could uh, maybe beat uh, Pittsburgh, and I could beat. Uh, who knows about the Dolphins though? Too. No, no, I know. I mean, they, they, come on. They can't beat the Dolphins at home. I would say that. Uh, well, again, any of the it's the NFL, so any of these games are winnable, right? But again, they, they beat the one seed and the team that went to the Super Bowl last year. So it's the NFL. Anything can happen. Right. The I mean, Browns, Steelers, Dolphins, Patriots at home in that week eight spot are games that they can absolutely be in and win. Uh, can they win at Denver? I mean, that seems kind of shaky. But again, uh, can they beat the Bengals this year? They did it last year, like you said. I, I'm, I'm going to be high on the Bengals this year. The Super Bowl hangover to me is not going to be there. Um and I'm also high in the Ravens, so I doubt they beat Baltimore. But I think if you can have three wins going to the bye week, that's somewhat realistic, and you'll take your chances with the win total over then. Mm-hmm. Now, they, I mean, going back again, from 2016 until last year, here are their wins. Five, five, four, seven, two, and four. It's been ugly. So it's been both vile New- and nasty. Yeah, yeah, both New York teams. Yep. Yep. And then Adam gave out uh, Giants over yesterday. Now, that's uh, look at the problems they've had. I mean, every year you look up, and the Giants are one and six again. <laughs> and there's been hype. There's been hype with the Jets. There's always hype with the Giants. Oh yeah, they're they're done. They're done by October, right? Yeah, because they always get out of the gate so slow. Yep. Up next, uh, what did this tweet mean from the owner of a franchise? And you know it's slow when he's been inactive for almost 20 hours now. We'll run that down for you coming up here and follow the money. It's Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T who installed fiber in customers' houses 
rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. Bet River Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bet, same game parlays every game this season. You can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combo. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, you can add a little extra spice to your game with same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Go to the Bet Rivers app or betrivers.com and make your baseball same game parlays today. Uh, Brad Powers on the show in 15 minutes, professional sports better. He's made, I think, 186 bets so far in college football this year. <laughs> Kickoff is like uh, yeah. seven weeks away. Uh, yeah. Uh, in the NBA, according to Brian Lewis, Paulie, of the New York Post, trade talks for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving could drag on into training camp as the Nets plan to use leverage to get the best uh, available packages. Yeah. Now, Shams Sharinia from Stadium and The Athletic, this will tell you about how slow it is right now. He hasn't tweeted anything in 20 hours. Yep, I know. And another thing, too, is that the Timberwolves screwed this up. I think Durant would have been dealt if if he didn't have this madness with what they gave up to acquire Gobert. Uh, they don't have leverage with Kyrie. Kyrie doesn't want to play there and is going to do everything he can to get to Los Angeles. So I, I don't think – now, the Durant thing, they're waiting for this unbelievable package which I don't know if it's And not. they're also going to wait to see if maybe a third team or a fourth team has yep. to get involved. Yep. The Durant thing's going to, I hope I'm wrong, but I think it is going to take a while. It's just, uh, they're going to be stubborn on this, and you're right. They have told opposing GMs, loop in a third or fourth team. And again, it's just, Aiton doesn't do much for them. I don't know how, they, I guess they're not fired up for Bridges either. And they also have to worry about Simmons. Could they go after Mitchell as well? And uh, that could be something maybe they're looking at, too, which uh, all these convoluted trade rumors and who would have to be involved as well. I would love it if Ben Simmons now demanded a trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would they get in return right oh, now for him? Oh, God. All time. That's the thing they're up against, though. You get your value. You're, you're, you're selling at the worst time with Kyrie, but there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. Right? You did. You made your bed. Right? So did Durant. You made your bed. 
So this is whatever you, you can get for go, Kyrie, right? You can't. You, whatever's uh, offered for Kyrie, that's it. What are you gonna? You're gonna keep him around and run that risk, and he could, uh, you know, just tear that locker room apart. You got, you got to move him. Have to move him. How about the Knicks? Apparently, Durant wants no part of the Knicks. Okay, but again, do you have to appease him? Yeah, he, I, yeah, I understand. Because we I know, but usually how this goes is that happens. If if you if you come, he did, he did the right thing, right? He went to him. He tried it. It it, it didn't work out. It, Failed spectacularly. I mean, only won one playoff series. It's an abomination. It's a catastrophe. But he goes to him and he, here's my list, right? Usually that's gonna it's gonna work out for him. I uh, mean, because I think the Nets could actually get a pretty good return from the Knicks, right? Because they what they sure. got three first round picks from OKC on draft night. They have other first round picks that they can use. Throw Baird in there, maybe. They can throw yeah, a couple of guys in there potentially. Yep. yep. There's that. And then this is from Marcus Thompson, who has covered the Warriors in the Bay Area for a long time. The superstars on that team, they've been in conversations with Durant. And in, ad- in addition to catching up, it was uh, mostly about the stunning nature on if it was even possible. The idea of them playing together, again, to seem, had to seem impossible when he left uh, in 2019. But now they've actually talked about it. They've discussed it. They've talked to Durant. Are you kidding me? The superstars reached out? Oh, I can't believe they would want that. I don't know. Uh, Why would you want that? The You just won the title. And according to Anthony Slater of The Athletic, several in the Warriors organization were, quote, stung when Peyton signed with Portland. They didn't see that one coming. I will I will say this. Well, you if, can't uh, keep everyone together. I mean, your payroll was over $300 million last year. No, I know. But this is, come on. You're not going to get any respect or credit if you bring him back. That goes for every, Curry. So, you know, it's a legacy play for Curry. But it was, Paul. It, it, it was this, it was you knew who was going to win the title, right. barring injury. That team they lost one playoff game, the seventeenth, probably the best team I've ever seen in NBA history. Well, they are they are the best team ever to play. They lost one playoff game, and the Cavs shot like sixty percent for a half. Yeah, like ninety points in the first half. Yeah. It's the yeah. highest power rated team, even higher than the Michael Jordan Bulls. Yeah. from the nineties, uh, and it was great to watch. Right, I, I would say this: if if they would make that deal and uh, give up whatever it would take. Jordan Poole, Weissman, some other pick, uh, players, maybe Kaminga. I think I'd tap out on the NBA next year. I'd go full full time hockey. What can you compare that to? I, I nothing. Oh, the go, going uh, getting married. Oh, and then uh, after eight years, you get a divorce, and then five years later, what were you thinking? Get married again? That 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 has right. happened before. It, they won, but it didn't end well. Not at all. Remember Draymond yelling at him, and they suspended yes. him. What he called? Yes. It? Yeah. It's like you wanted him, Draymond. Why I can't, are you acting I can't like believe that? the Warriors players have actually talked to him per that report. That's disappointing. I, I wanted the report to be Durant reached out and they said, "No, nah, we're good." Yep. that's what I was hoping for. Yep. that's it's you know it's, you just want to be a you know, Jordan did it too. I mean, you you it was like you want to beat these guys. Can you imagine what Barkley's going to say about him? Oh God! Which you, you're not the bus driver, and then you're going to go to the champions. But I, a lot of things. Yeah, it's what. How do you feel about Barnes? Other teams have to get involved. Who knows? I thought it'd be, I would love to see Memphis. I would love to see New Orleans. But it looks, it, it appears, and I hope again, I'm hope I'm wrong. It appears it's just, it's just Suns, Toronto, and uh, now the Clippers are being thrown out there. Yep. That's another one. If that, who, who would go? Who would they send back? But that's what you get. Remember, Kawhi, Paul George. Well, because and they gave up a zillion picks uh, to get Paul George. Yes. Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what kind of right. deal they're going to go now, do there. It, you could get creative here, though, and I think if they could somehow Mitchell get to Brooklyn, and could Brooklyn make that happen, and we're just talking about a crazy trade. But again, when Horst doing it Friday was so good. But think about this now. 
They are they are begging. Well, not begging. They're asking Mitchell, okay, when are you going to come with a demand? We're just sitting back and waiting. And why hasn't he demanded a trade yet? I didn't know this, but O'Neal was his best friend. Out he goes to Brooklyn for a first-round pick. Why? Guy's 29? Didn't do a good job defensively either. They also it was uh, his second best friend was let go on the team. Then you bring Ingles, uh, Pas- Pascal, I think was uh, was the second best buddy. Maybe moved ahead in the power rate friendship of, uh, ahead of uh, of O'Neal. So you get rid of Gobert. You're stuck with Clarkson and Bogdanovich. It's a total rebuild. I don't know what he's waiting for, right? They might they might move these guys and they're probably going to buy out the p- players they acquired well, they got in rid- the Timberwolf deal. They they got rid of the guy that he didn't like playing with. Yeah. Gobert, they made that happen. Yeah. But where you going? It's a stacked Western Conference. Even if you get where, where you going? Be in okay. the playing game. So you you're thinking that what Woj said on ESPN on Sunday is going to be wrong. When Woj said the Jazz are not going to trade him. The Jazz are going to trade him. I think I completely yeah. disagree with Woj. They're okay, just but, they're just putting that out there right now, and they're yes, it doesn't make any sense now. They have to be all in for the seven five kid, and tank for the France kid. They have to. Where, where are you going to go? The worst thing you can be in the NBA is average. Are they going to be that bad? With what they have right now, if they're going to buy these other guys out, yeah, right. Are they better than Portland? Are they, are they better, right there with Portland? Are they better than San Antonio? Yeah. I, or, yeah. I think they're better than San Antonio. Yes. I think the Spurs are worse. Yes, but there's so many good teams in the West. What, what, what do you, you also you know you're in a rebuild because you gave the new coach who has no experience a five uh, six year was it five or six year deal? Yeah, and he's thirty four years that? old. That's what the Celtics did when they the rebuild uh, after they traded Pearson Garnett. I don't know, maybe Woj is right on this one, and they don't trade the guy, and they bring him back, and he's going to be the the focal point, and they just they say no, he's going to be our franchise guy, and we'll build around him. Listen, this is the most important point. Quinn Snyder looked around and said, no, nah, I'm out of here. He wasn't fired. He quit. I'm out. He knows where it's going. Well, that's because, he knows how bad that's because Mitchell couldn't stand Gobert. Yeah, but they still could have made a trade. He could have said, I'll stick around if you trade Gobert and maybe do something with the roster. He knew. He goes, I'll see you later. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. And walked away. The, the, the best part about this is when Windhorse went on that three-minute rant, and it's too long to play here, but it's brilliant. Um, he said on his podcast – the most surprising thing about doing that was actually ESPN allowing them to talk about the Jazz for three minutes. So he said on his podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because Lakers. somehow, some way, oh, after like 30 seconds, they turn everything into the Lakers and uh, LeBron James. Must be bad. How about can the talent push back against these producers? Oh, they have been. From I mean, what I understand, every like guy, every single day. Boy, it was everyone was in a bad mood. It's like you're in the toy department, guys. But every person on, on, the, on the network on that Friday was like, Thank God we don't have to talk about the Nets and the Lakers again. I'm sick of it, especially the Nets. But. Well, and but then you had the Jeannie Buss tweet, which yep. uh, from over the weekend when she said that uh, I miss Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. He would understand and explain everything that I'm not allowed to. Honestly, he was the greatest Laker ever. He understood team over self, meaning your rewards would come if you valued team goals over your own. Then everything would fall into place. All can reply, and plenty of people did. And this took off and had like 10,000 retweets or whatever it was. Yep. And so this was the the talk of uh, you know basketball Sunday night and yesterday. Yep. It was a good tweet, buyer. I know he got fed up the one year and went to Doctor Bus and wanted to go to the Bulls, and it was close, uh, and it didn't work out. Uh, he went on that tirade when he went on and demanded a trade on radio, and then by the end of the day, he changed his mind. Uh-huh. So that kind of stuff happens. But I know when we interviewed him after a game once, he talked about that season when they made a. A, a kind of a run. Well, they got a gift with the Paul Gasol trade. I mean, most of the league didn't even know the guy was available. That certainly helped win some more championships. 
but he also began to trust the teammates too. And then playing team ball and uh, and trusting those guys and then led to more champ. But you, you thought once they traded check, okay, that was it. Yep. But that wasn't. Yep. Yep. And the Gasol trade was huge. All right, up next, professional sports better Brad Powers is going to join the show. He has more than $100,000 on college football bets already. Let's find out what he bet in recent days and some numbers that are still available. Coming up. The Sports Betting Network. To say our next guest has been very active betting college football during the summer and going back now probably a good couple of months would be an understatement. Brad Powers, professional sports better, kind enough now to join us to talk some college football here on a Tuesday morning. Uh, good morning, Brad. Would that be accurate to say that, uh, you know, you've been making a couple of moves here and there over the past couple of weeks or months in college football? <laughs> First off, good morning, gentlemen. It's good to hear you guys' voices. Uh, I know football season is getting close. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been active, more active than any other season prior uh, as far as in my betting career. I mean, I'm up to 240 bets already in college football. Oh, my God. Wow. Added more stuff. Okay. Can, Excellent. I, I know it was in your newsletter. Can you say how much money you're in so far with betting? $126,009 is my current state uh, <laughs> right now. It'll, it'll obviously go up as more as we get closer. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like out of those 240 bets, not like I was getting two, three, four, five dimes on them. I mean, mainly nickels. I mean, some cases I stepped out and bet a couple dimes. But, uh, yeah, I, this is by far the most I've had at risk at this point in early July than ever before. And let me say this, it wasn't necessarily planned to be that way. It's just the market has been extremely soft because I think there's been this race among the sports books because they're highly competitive, this race to be first. And on top of, you know, releasing earlier and earlier with each and every season, there's also more and more uncertainty in the market with regards to the transfer portal. So, I just see a lot more mispricing than what I did, did you know, three, four, five years ago. Right, and you could you found a lot of that usually this year and in the past with games of the year, but now you're seeing that with win totals, and you're seeing it with with conference only win totals and, and some futures as well. So there's there's so much added things that that are offered too that you're finding differences in numbers. Yeah, I mean, with regard to a lot of these season win totals, I mean, you don't have to be Elon Musk to figure some of this stuff out. I mean, every single team, I would say you'll be able, if you just shop a little bit, you'll be able to find at least a half win. I would say out of the 131 FBS teams, mm-hmm. you'll if you shopped hard, and this is, you know, a couple of weeks ago at the time before the market started, you know, guys like myself were picking some of these outlier lines out, but I mean, you would find at least a game difference. I'm talking half the teams of college football. One book will have, you know, an over under six. Another book I'll have five. So, I mean, again, there was teams that I didn't expect to have any position on. I mean, just one book out there took a position or they just didn't know how to hang the correct number. And therefore, I got a position now on that team. Let's start with your power ratings and the haves and the have nots. Run through your uh, run through your top ten power ratings as you see it. 
Yeah, so right now, I mean, no surprise. Alabama, number one in the country, followed by Ohio State, too. I, I would be very surprised if that's not the national title game. I just think those two teams are the best. You know, Georgia's right there as far as a power rating. Uh, they, they're clearly ahead of the four team that I have. And right now it's Michigan and Clemson are four or five. They're only decimal points apart. Uh, they're clearly a top three teams. And then there's about a touchdown gap to four and five. Rounding out the top 10, A&M. Uh, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Utah, and Wisconsin. I think a lot of people would be surprised Wisconsin, but you know, statistically speaking, the Badgers were very strong last year. They just didn't get it done in the win-loss column. Okay, so so the gap here, once we get outside the big three or four, you have Notre Dame seventh, as you mentioned, and Ohio State second. They play each other, and you put a dime on Ohio State and you lay double digits. There's that big of a gap? Yeah, certainly. And that shouldn't be a huge surprise to people. I mean, look at these college football playoff semifinals. Yeah. Uh, we're talking double-digit point spreads. It's just, you know, the top two, three teams in the country, the Alabamas, the Ohio States, and the Georgias of the world, have clearly separated themselves, even among the teams that are really good and the programs that are really good, like the Michigans and Notre Dames uh, and Oklahoma. So I laid 10.5. It's up to 14.5, and, and I'm here to tell you guys, I would still lean at 14.5 with the Buckeyes in week one. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, how about some conference futures that you bet maybe this week for numbers that might, or in the last like six, seven days, numbers that might still be, be available or close? For example, you bet Clemson plus 140 this week here at Circa to win the ACC. I'm seeing that's like minus 130 at some other spots. So like, what would you bet it at still right now if it was on the board? Yeah, so I think Clemson, is obviously making that plus 140 bet, I think there's a greater than 50% chance that, that Clemson uh, wins the, 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 the ACC. In fact, I'd probably put it in the 65% range. So anything at minus 150 or lower, uh, I think is worth probably tying up your money for a little bit. Not, not, it's not a significant bet, but I, I was really interested in that plus number on Clemson to win the ACC. I think that the, the big thing that Clemson's getting mispriced this year, guys, is their defensive front seven is as good as what they had in 2018. If you follow college football, that 2018 unit is regarded as one of the best defensive fronts in the history of college football. So keep that in mind with Clemson this year. They are going to be really, really good up front, something that I don't think the market's grasping right now. What should we? What, what's a good price on NC State to win the ACC, and you have them a, a top 15 team? Yeah, so I mean, I did as good as I think Clemson is. I think NC State's clearly, the, you know, the, the right there, second best team in the ACC. Miami is right there as well. So I bet NC State twelve to one to win the ACC. You know, keep in mind they got to go to Clemson, and Clemson has revenge in that game, so that's not ideal. But with that being said, I mean, I have NC State favored in eleven of their twelve games. So I mean, it's a legitimate team. I like their quarterback Devin Leary. You get anything. I would say eight to one, ten to one, or greater. I think that that's worth a you know a pizza bet there on the Wolfpack. How do you think Crystal Ball will do with Miami? You know, I'm buying Miami. I'm buying Miami not only short term but also long term. You call recruiting Miami's on fire right now, mm -hmm. but also short term. I, I mean, I like Tyler Van Dyke, the quarterback. Uh, I thought they were better than their record indicated a year ago. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this. You know, Manny Diaz probably kept the short end. Uh, of the stick when it comes to uh, they got rid of them when I thought the team competed quite nicely down the stretch. Uh, I, I really like, uh, you know, what, what the talent that he inherited. I think they're the best team 
in that division this year. They host Pitt at the end. I think Miami's very capable of getting an ACC championship game. That's one of the reasons why I bet them seven to one and win the ACC. Very strong. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Professional sports better Brad Powers, our guest. So I'm looking right now at Circa, available in you know a few states across the country. Clemson is plus 135 still to win the ACC. So that's probably the best number that you're going to find out there on that team. Who who do you have as the best team in the Big 12 this year? And uh, who did you bet to win that conference? I got Oklahoma. And I know there's some uncertainty there with Venables coming over, but I like the staff that he hired there. I like Levy, his offensive corner. And that was the, the major hire there with a guy being a first-time head coach. You know, what was his philosophy going to be on the other side of the ball as far as offense goes? So I like that with Oklahoma. And from a pure talent aspect, I still think they're the best team in the Big 12. So, again, at Circa, plus 225. I, I went ahead and bet Oklahoma. Now I also thought Oklahoma state that, you know, a, a team that was one inch away from winning the big 12 a year ago. I thought they were worth a flyer at circa at plus seven seventy. Uh, but, but the, there's, in my opinion, there's four teams that can win it. And, and there's not a big gap between the four. It's Oklahoma. It's Oklahoma state, Baylor and Texas this year. Uh, and I bet two of the four. You like you have them uh, in the top 10, as you mentioned, you bet Utah to win the pac 12 at four to one. Tell us about Utah and also where you have USC ranked and what's realistic in Lincoln Riley's first season. So I think one of the conf- major of the major conferences, one of the biggest mispricing is the PAC 12. Number one, I think Utah is being undervalued. So I went ahead and bet Utah four to one to win the PAC 12. I think anything above two to one is, is worth a bet. I okay. think Utah clearly is the best team in that conference. So, I mean, I would favor them by three, four points, on a neutral, even, you know, over the likes of Oregon and USC. And when I talk about mispricing, uh, it's mainly because of all the, the love that USC is getting in the marketplace, at least the futures markets. Uh, USC is a, a team that's being priced as a top 10 team, borderline top five team. So I just don't see that. I think, and, and look, it's not like I'm down on their team. I think USC is the most improved team in the country this year. Mm. But with that being said, I also think they're the most overrated team right now in the futures market. So I took USC under nine and a half wins. I love Utah over eight and a half wins uh, in that one. I still think if you really shop hard, you can easily find that the USC number and the Utah number is also available. And, you know, it coincides with the Pac-12 there. I think Utah should be the favorite to win the conference. And you're going to give me four to one. Heck yeah, I love the Utes. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you can be the most improved team in the country, but you can still be overrated. And that can happen when it, you know, is a program like the one in Southern California. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would favor this year's USC team by like 10 or so over last year's team. Yeah. So double digit favorite, I would say in some markets now, I mean, Chris Andrews was pretty low on USC. I ended up betting on USC in a bunch of those game of the year lines. So that, that just goes to yeah. show you. I mean, I, I got positions on and against a lot of these teams this year. But I would say the market's treating USC like they're, they've upgraded their power rating maybe 17 points. Oh, boy. That's a tremendous amount of upgrade in one season. Brad, hang tight. One more segment. Bigger pitcher stuff this year. Heisman and national title bets coming up next. (laughs) 
there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page update every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all the action. Betting splits, another way we're here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Another go-around with Brad Powers, bradpowersports.com, and now 
doing some work with Covers.com, which we'll mention in a second. Tell us about your travel and how many times did you go cross-country? How many trips did you make to Arizona with all these over 200 bets you've made so far in the college season? So, yeah, I mean, people thinking, uh, you know, Vegas is the end all when it comes to betting on sports, uh, at least, you know, legally. Uh, not, not, not necessarily the case. I mean, the beauty of, of the legalization is these other states have, you know, different betting options. And in a lot of instances, guys, a lot more options than what Vegas offers uh, and a lot less conservative than Vegas. So I, I have crossed the Hoover Dam about a half dozen times already this summer to get down some bets on season win totals and whatnot at books that are just not available here in the state. Yeah, got to do what you got to do. Uh, so just to put a bow on our conversation with conference uh, futures that you were betting uh, in the previous week or maybe even a little bit longer than that, give us like the biggest bomb that you bet to win a conference championship that you think has a realistic shot to actually do so. So I bet Tennessee in the SEC 100 to 1. Do I think Tennessee's going to win the SEC? No, but you're giving me what I perceive to be the clearly the second best team in the SEC East, and you're giving me a hundred to one when I, when I think it probably should be forty to one or fifty to one. Sure, why not? I'll, I'll take the Volunteers there. I'm pretty high on Tennessee uh, w- with regards to not only that bet that I made, but I also bet over their season win total. I bet over seven. Still love seven and a half, obviously. So if you can still find that, I think that's good and. You know, it starts with their quarterback, Hendon Hooker. I mean, you look at his touchdown-interception ratio a year ago, 31-3. to He's got a very offensive-minded uh, coach uh, and, and also a coach not afraid to pad the stats. So I think if you can find Hendon Hooker to win the Heisman, again, this is a pizza bet, but I, I found as high as 80-1 to at Westgate. Uh, I think that's worth, a, a, you know, a little bit of a flyer there. So very high on the, on the volunteers and high enough to bet them 100-1 to to win the SEC. Not that high, but uh, another bet you made to win a conference how about Air Force? Tell us why you're high on Air Force. You bet them six to one to win the Mountain West, and you bet them over their win total. Yeah, so I mean, the most money I have down on an individual win total is Air Force. I took over seven and a half. I mean, I, I made it nine, so that I mean, wow. a game and a half difference is okay. pretty significant. I mean, I have Air Force favored in at least ten, if not eleven, of their twelve games this year. Ooh. They are historic, historically experienced for a service academy. Fifteen returning starters when typically those service academies are among the, the bottom uh, barrel when it comes to returning experience. So it's a, a lot of it has to do with that. And uh, there's a lot of upheaval and change in the conference as far as the Mountain West. And, I mean, you're talking about a team that won 10 games a year ago. So I, I really like Air Force a lot this year, not only as a flyer to win the conference, uh, but, but also, I mean, I bet over eight. I mean, I took over seven and a half, but I bet over eight. That's how much I like the Falcons. Okay. Good information. Good breakdown. Other uh, other Heisman candidates you see out there, and other Heisman Trophy winning bets you made. So I made thirteen of them, and people are going to roll their eyes at that, but I I made it where if any of these thirteen guys win, uh, I'll show a profit. I think the exception I'm a, a break even spot if Bryce Young repeats, and you know I'm not necessarily thinking that's going to be the case. But biggest bet I made was the favorite C.J. Stroud. I just I think he puts up monster numbers on the best offense by far in college football. Three to one is what I was able to find. If you're really looking for some long shots. Uh, 300 to one, Devin Leary, the quarterback for NC State. Again, I'm very high on NC State. Think they can win double digit games and they can somehow beat Clemson. And he's up there. I'm not thinking he's going to win the award, but it wouldn't shock me if he's Kenny Pickett and he's sitting there, you know, in New York as a Heisman finalist. Sure, why not have a 301 
ticket at that point. I did bet a defensive player, and I know it doesn't happen very often, if at all, but I think Will Anderson, the outstanding defensive end outside linebacker for Alabama, is by far the best player, offense or defense, in college football. I think he's a generational talent on the defense side of the ball, and if he has 17-and-a-half sacks, 34-and-a-half TFLs like he did a year ago, I think he's at least sitting there in New York. So 40 to one, Will Anderson, and you can still find that out there in the market. Yeah. And, and by the way, if he's having a great year, like right away, Brad, he will become part of the early yes. national narrative and that's huge for this award. Absolutely. So I'm glad you brought that up. So they have a game, Alabama week two against Texas. It'll be one of the most highly you know, televised games of the year. And Texas's weakness on their team is the offensive line. So it wouldn't shock me. You had eight, 10 million people tuning on that game week two. And if Will Anderson has three, four sacks in that game, he's going to shoot right to the top of the Heisman favorites board. Reading Athlon Sports or Phil Steele, and maybe based on what you're hearing or you reading in other spots as well, how about a couple overrated, underrated teams based on your numbers or teams with a lot of hype? Yeah, I mean, even though, you know, I have some positions on USC, I think, again, Chris Andrews at South Point is a little too low on USC. I think USC and Texas are the two most overrated teams in the country. And I still think they're very improved this year. I just, I'm not treating them like top 10 teams like the market is. So those would be two overrated teams. Underrated teams, again, I mentioned one just a bit ago. I think Tennessee's not getting enough respect in some of the market. If we're looking at, I'm, I'm talking contenders in Power 5 conferences. Utah is a team that I just don't think is getting properly priced. Over eight and a half wins for Utah is a team that I think is very underrated. How does Kelly do it, uh, LSU, year one? Yeah, You know what? I'm very pessimistic on Kelly year one. Uh, I bet under seven, and I, that was a very early number I took, and not necessarily the best number because I turned right around and bet under seven and a half wins for LSU, mainly due to schedule. I mean, there are no layups, obviously, in the SEC West. I think there's a game in week one that's going to be much tougher than people expect. I bet Florida State plus six and a half in that game. It's like two and a half, three now. Wouldn't be a bit surprised LSU loses week one in that game. Okay. If that's the case, then I'm going to feel comfortable cashing that season win total. We mentioned the top teams. For a power rating standpoint, it's the same teams at the bottom. New Mexico State, UMass, Connecticut, Akron's in there as well with your ratings. But you also, if you can tie this into line moves, and you are lined up on some of these bad teams week zero and week one. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, some of the biggest line moves in week zero, week one, are actually on the Connecticut, the Massachusetts, the, the New Mexico states of the world. I, I have tickets on all three of those teams, even though they're my bottom three teams in the country. I think they're all improved. I like the coaching hires uh, that, that all three of, of those teams have made. I, they went for experience. Uh, I think there's grown-ups in the room, and I like the, how they filled out their coaching staff. So, I mean, if you're looking for some big line moves, uh, you know, a, a couple of them uh, involving these teams. I mean, New Mexico State, I bet plus 16.5 against Nevada, like 12.5 right now. Connecticut, mm -hmm. still out there in the market. Here's one that's playable right now on most looks. I like Connecticut plus 28 against Utah State. So, I mean, that, that's right there in week zero. Uh, a very playable bet right now. Why do you like the Nebraska game under in Ireland? to start week zero? Yeah, so that's a good question. Uh, number one, I've, I've watched a couple of those Ireland games. Uh, it's kind of a high graph field if they're playing there at a, v, a Viva Stadium. We'll see what it's like uh, there. 
Also, it's a conference game, very important conference game. So I think you get a little bit conservative play okay. out of Northwestern Nebraska early. And obviously, unique travel trip. Anytime there's something like that, I'm, I'm going to go under. All right. Brad will be on every Friday during the football season with his picks. Uh, tell people what you're doing with Adam Chernoff and covers. Yeah, so, I mean, I talk about all these line moves. So Adam reached out to me and says, hey, how can we take advantage of, you know, getting people to, you know, some of these moves, you know, games and bets that I make before so we're going to do a release show a couple times a week one's going to be monday morning uh, and we're going to go over some fbs games that i like basically whatever's on the board at that time bettable numbers we're going to give out i'm going to give out some picks there and also i think this is going to be highly actionable and i know you're not going to be able to get five g's down on these games but fcs on saturday mornings we're going to do a release show that okay how many more bets do you think you have in you before the season actually starts <laughs> Yeah, fifty or sixty. I'm guessing. <laughs> Keep in mind, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna bet. I'll, I'll bet the board on the FCS once those games get yeah. released. How many contests will you be in? I'll, I'll definitely do Golden Nugget, and we'll see if there's anything other uh, than that. Maybe I'll join Circa. I did the Willie Hill last year, which a huge overlay. I got crushed. I had I, I did the max entries and got crushed. Okay, all that right. was a big overlay. But uh, all right, we're getting close, my friend. Week zero right around the corner. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Take Great care. job. Very right. good stuff. Over uh, 200 inc- bets. Uh. Yeah, including some stuff that's still available right now, yeah. which is always key. Yep. Because the guy's been betting games since, like, uh, May. So a lot of the stuff, obviously, has moved like he talked about. So. Sure. Good point, too, about the games of the year. Everyone, That's very competitive market now. Uh, Everyone wants to do that. Remember, and you uh, can... I remember a couple of years ago, Paulie, when, like, the fan duels of the world and DraftKings first came on board, that Houston-Oklahoma game. Yes. That was played. Uh, that was across the country, like anywhere between 14 and 27, I want to say. And it landed, of course, right in the middle. There was an Alabama game. One book had a six and a half, same game, Alabama 13 and a half. Yeah. Same game. That's right. Good stuff out there. So He had a good breakdown in his newsletter, too, if you want to check it out, bradpowersports.com. Very good. Meet Carl. Sir. Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder. There was only one problem. <laughs> Carl, you can play to win with BetRivers.com. Featuring award-winning customer service. Featuring award-winning customer service. Featuring award-winning customer service. Featuring award-winning... There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.